Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. And this week, I want to talk about using critical thinking to explore themes, themed learning, and building new skills. All while engaging kids in play. This week, I am going to follow our normal format, but I'm going to give you a little extra content. So, I want to start with a couple of tips for you this week that can get you started engaging kids in critical thinking and getting kids started about thinking about using critical thinking as you explore themes and building new skills and practicing subject learning. I don't know about you, but I cannot believe that the start of the school year a.k.a. September, is right around the corner. What in the world happened to this summer? It flew by so fast. I hope you had so much fun learning and exploring and playing and investigating. Summer is full of so many fun exploring opportunities. It's a perfect time to relax and break all of the typical learning rules that we tend to follow from September to May. And it gives kids a chance to be free and to think independently and to explore. And that is what I want to focus on this week. When kids can think independently, they begin to (laughs) come up with all kinds of crazy questions. And as adults, our lives tend to be chaotic. And those questions can get a little frustrating. But I want to challenge you as the adults this week to embrace those questions and encourage kids to find answers to those questions by exploring and by playing and by experimenting. And that stuff we'll get into later in this episode. But I want to encourage you to support them in being curious and asking questions. I want to encourage you to encourage them to ask specific kinds of questions, which I'll also get into later in this episode. 
So I want to start with some tips for you. The first is what I just mentioned. Ask questions. Specifically ask questions of why. Why engages critical thinking. It excites exploration of ideas and encourages kids to take chances and experiment with new skills and new ideas. Tip number two is ask questions that get kids to explore ideas around how. How to investigate subjects and topics and skills. How can we get across that river without a raft? How does a bird fly? How does a wasp's nest hang from a flat surface? The question of how lends itself to other questions. It lends itself to experimentation of ideas and engages kids in exploring why things are the way they are. And it also gets kids to test what they think is possible and what they think they are capable of because they no longer think about the consequences of not being able to do something. They just want to figure out what the challenge is and how to solve the challenge. And that is the key to getting kids excited about learning and exploring new ideas, new topics, and typical learning subjects from a new perspective. The third tip I want to give you is this. I want you to encourage predictions and experiments that test kids' ideas. If they ask a question of why, I want you to encourage them to take a guess and to document it. And then I want you to encourage them to come up with a way to test it. This is a great hands-on critical thinking experience because kids have to think through a process of how to go about coming to a conclusion. Kids are curious about chemical reactions, about animal life, and all kinds of things. And these are all topics that support and encompass tremendous opportunities to practice and engage subject learning like math and science and language 
at the same time, as we build skills like critical thinking, listening, teamwork, and many, many other skills that are needed to become successful kids, successful teenagers, and yes, successful adults. So you may be asking, how do you get started in doing these things or setting up activities like this? So I want to give you three tools or three kinds of activities that you can use to help you begin the process of engaging critical thinking. The first one is jobs with steps. So jobs with steps are all kinds of things. And a lot of them have an added benefit of helping kids become more independent allowing them to do things for themselves. Things like cleaning their own room, doing their own laundry, helping with meals like making their own breakfast or their own lunch. And when we break these activities down into steps, we avoid resistance, and we avoid meltdowns. We help kids begin to feel confident in their abilities by taking a large task like cleaning their room that feels completely overwhelming as a whole. And when we break it into steps, or challenges, or chunks, where we give kids actions to take, we empower them to realize their ability to be independent. And then they begin to think independently about how they can solve other challenges that they see that exist. So a kid who may feel completely overwhelmed because he or she made a giant mess by pulling all their toys out and dumping them in a giant heap because they wanted to create some giant, in-depth, amazing play experience, now feel completely overwhelmed at the thought of putting it away, when we challenge them to think about what goes where, what would be the fastest method to get the mess put away with the least amount of work, these are ways to engage in critical thinking, problem solving, as well as getting them to build skills. Skills like being independent, sometimes eye-hand coordination, large motor skills, small motor skills, and it engages them in things like heavy work 
because sometimes it can be heavy to put away large stacks of puzzles all by yourself if you try to pick them all up at once. But if you get a child to think about putting the puzzles away one at a time by sorting out the pieces and thinking through what pieces might fit the different puzzles, then putting each puzzle board away individually, the activity becomes more engaging, less overwhelming, and they're using their critical thinking skills with support to think through a less overwhelming way to get the job done. And a repeatable way to support kids in this is to use things like step charts and calendars and process charts, things that I have talked about in other episodes and on my social media. If you have any questions about that, you can always reach out to me personally, and I would love to help you come up with a solution that best fits your circumstance. That's what I'm here for, is to help you come up with solutions and to support you in any way that I can. So that brings us to tool number two, which is one of the things that we talked about earlier with a little twist. Earlier, we talked about engaging critical thinking by answering what and how questions. But now I want you to use a specific tool. I want you to create challenges for kids to engage in that encourage them to answer what and how questions. So you could engage kids in a challenge to put together their own meal and ask them, what do you need and how will you go about putting your meal together? This is a great conversation that engages critical thinking because they have to think through a process and they have to think about the ingredients they need, how they're going to use those ingredients, what is going to taste good together, what isn't, and what tools they need to get the job done. You can come up with all kinds of challenges based on your child or your student's individual skill level, interest, need, and also the topic that you might be trying to explore and tie critical thinking skills into. So it might not be a cooking challenge. It might be a challenge that answers a question of how does a specific animal do a specific thing? Or why does the animal do a specific thing? And these are great ways to explore science and get kids exploring science ideas and life cycles and all kinds of science experiences and science 
ideas, which will naturally get them to engage that critical thinking and excite them about learning new information as they engage in sensory hands-on experiences. And speaking of sensory hands-on experiences, that's an example of the third tool that I want to encourage you to use to get kids to engage in practicing critical thinking. And that is activities. Activities that engage kids to experience their learning. So asking kids what, how, or why questions around animals and animal life and nature and the natural process of how plants survive and exist or weather. These are all great activities to explore. Again, I've shared countless activity ideas that you can use to inspire you to set up your own ideas around engaging critical thinking that answer these kinds of questions. But setting up activities that allow kids to experience their learning versus just observing it or reading it out of a book really gets them engaged and excited and helps kids retain the ideas that they are learning through their experiences. I could go on and on about activities that you can set up that answer questions like how or what or why. And again, I encourage you to reach out and let me know what specifically you're struggling with or what you're exploring. And I would be more than happy to help you create activities that encompass all of these ideas. And speaking of activities, I wanna give you a couple of my favorite activities that I thought would be great for engaging and practicing critical thinking. The first one is something that I call build a. Build a fill in the blank. Build a robot, build a home, build a city, build an animal habitat, recreate a form of weather. Uh, I did an entire unit on building clouds and exploring how clouds form and why clouds form in certain weather conditions and not others. Again, naturally asking those questions of what, why, and how, which get kids to think critically and experiment with cause and effect and question the process of how things occur. Activity number two is something we've already touched on, but I really want to encourage you to explore it. And it's this, 
cooking or chef. And I'm going to add a twist to it. Chef, cooking, and or gardening. All of these things practice critical thinking. Again, answering those questions that we talked about earlier. Gardening involves caring for a living plant. And you have to question, what does it need? How does it grow? Why does it need the conditions that it does? And all of these things engage exploration and are based in critical thinking. Activity number three. Tasks for skill building. So this could be dressing one's self for the day involves critical thinking. What is the weather like? What do I feel like wearing? Why do I need to wear certain things and not other certain things on a day like today? Dressing oneself involves a lot of skills. Pulling socks on, putting a shirt over your head, buttoning your shirt, zipping your pants, tying your shoes. These are all skills. Different kinds of skills, but they're skills. Skills that support and involve critical thinking because you have to make a choice. A choice between this or that. Why this and not that under these circumstances? Another task for skill building is things that we've already talked about, like cooking, which involves practicing science and small motor and eye-hand coordination and listening skills. And again, practices those critical thinking skills when you have to make choices about if you're using, going to use a mixer over a spoon, do you mix this wet ingredient with this dry ingredient or this wet ingredient with this wet ingredient and why or why not? For instance, can you mix oil and water together and then put it in a frying pan? Why or why not? That's a very good critical thinking lesson. Not something that you will repeat twice. And finally, number four. As I talked about earlier, and I wanted to go and give you some in-depth examples, is science exploration. Things like construction. Construction that involves mixing different materials and cause and effect of what happens when you mix these building materials with these building materials over here. What's gonna happen if you try to stack bricks on top of a sheet of plastic with nothing underneath it? That is something you have to think through and think about in a critical thinking fashion.
emotion. Also exploring things like physics, biology, and mechanics. Mechanics is a fun one for kids really of all ages because you can customize it to their skill level. You can make it really simple for younger kids and make it more in-depth, maybe even more dangerous and engaged for older kids and actually bring things to life using things like electricity and battery power and all of those fun things. Mechanics and robotics over the years has been a repeat favorite of the groups that I have worked with over the years because it does involve a lot of critical thinking and trial and error and mixing materials together and making those critical choices as you design a robot or a car or a boat or a plane or whatever it is that the group of children or the child has an interest in creating. So as I wrap up here, I want to give you two last things. I want to give you a couple of questions that we've kind of covered throughout this episode, but I want to reiterate them and encourage you to use them to engage kids in getting started with critical thinking ideas and tasks. The first one is what will happen if? And this is a great question to get kids to think before they act. And also to get kids to think and then experiment. So you are using a question to explore two different thought paths. Question number two, how could we make a fill in the blank? And we talked about that earlier. How could we make a helicopter? I put a fun twist on this one sometimes. How could we make a fill in the blank with these items? And then I present the class or the individual student with some loose parts. And again, it's a natural way to engage that critical thinking to see what they can come up with through their own thought to use those objects to create something. You can pose that question in a lot of different ways for a lot of different themes or to explore a lot of different subjects. Asking questions like these also is a great way to get kids to engage in conversations that as they converse with each other, 
they're using their critical thinking as they're learning from one another because they're bouncing ideas off of each other and then they're testing their ideas as they're speaking them out loud. Finally, in our last couple of minutes here, I want to give you a challenge. And the challenge is this. I want you to set up activities that engage the ideas that come from this week's questions. So I want you to create an activity that is inspired by the question of what will happen if, or what could we make with these items? Or how do animals or plants do and fill in the blank with an activity? For example, how do animals breathe in water? That is a great exploration for kids to come up with their own ideas of how that can be possible and then to test those ideas and do some investigation to come up with facts to either confirm or correct their idea. So that is your challenge. Set up activities that engage the ideas that come from this week's questions. If you need to, you can go back just a few minutes and you can re-listen to this week's questions. Or if you need me to write them out for you, you can always message me directly and I'd be more than happy to reiterate them for you. So that's what I have for you this week. I wanna thank you for joining me and I hope you will join me next time when I will have another fun learning and skill building topic to just explore as we engage in play. I'll talk to you soon.